Well, hi there. Welcome to In the Clinic with Camille. My name is Camille Freeman. I am a licensed nutritionist and registered herbalist. And in this podcast, I share little tips and tidbits that might be interesting or helpful for other practitioners. I am logging in today to give you a little update on an experiment I've been running with my email list. Now, I want to give you some background about my email list in particular, because I think it might be helpful for those of you who also run a practice and feel like the email list is an important part of that, or maybe it could be an important part of it. So first of all, background, I am for the most part, not on social media. Every now and then I'm on LinkedIn, but it's not really a marketing avenue for me. It's more of a social connection and I'm not super consistent there. So for me, if you want to find out what I'm doing, there are only a few ways to do that. Number one, you can hear about it from somebody else. Number two, you can manually go to my website and check it out. Or number three, you can be on my email list and I will let you know. That's it. So as you can imagine, for my practice and the work that I'm doing right now, the email list is really, really important. I rely on that to spread the word, to let people know when I have things that are open and available for signing up, to tell people, you know, what's what's going on and to, um, you know, to make offers. The majority of my income is coming from people who hear about what I'm doing because of my email list. So it is a big deal. Now I've had an email list for a very, very long time. In fact, there are people on my email list who have been on there, I think for more than a decade now, which is pretty wild to think about. I started the email list many, many years ago with MailChimp and I let it go fallow for a long time. Quite frankly, when I stepped away from my practice, um, when my children were little, I just didn't have the bandwidth to be emailing people and nor was I accepting any new clients at that time. So I did nothing with it. And then not too, too long ago, I believe in 2018, I revitalized it. I started replying and writing newsletters again. And at that time I shifted my practice to be more of a focus on mentoring and continuing education. So it was a little bit of a different situation. Um, so that's kind of the context that I want you to understand here. Now, I have always, from the very first time I started my newsletter, I followed the traditional advice, which you will hear from most kind of marketing folks, which is if you want somebody to sign up for your email list, then you need to give them some kind of incentive to opt in. And that is where a freebie or a, like I said, an opt-in offer comes into play where <clears throat> you give me your email address and I will give you this book of recipes or this, in my case, I had a, I still have a pregnancy and lactation cheat sheet or a, you know, free access to one of my webinars, something along those lines. And so I kind of bopped along with that for a while, very successfully. I um, don't have a huge email list and I also don't need a huge email list because, um, you know, I've been able to run my practice both as a clinician and as an educator very successfully with just the email list and a pretty small email list because the people that, um, you know, are interested in what I have to offer are there. And I don't, I don't have like thousands and thousands of people that I need to fill up my programs, just a smaller number. So it's working for me. Um, all right. So that all sounds great. No problem. You know, this is all good. And over the last couple of years, I've been doing lots more thinking about ethics and marketing and all these types of things. And I started thinking that, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to feel like I'm manipulating people into signing up for my email list. 
So I felt less and less comfortable with saying like, okay, I'll give you this thing, but only if you give me your email address. Because frankly, if somebody is just interested in, let's say my social media webinar, but they don't really want to be on my email list, I don't want that person on my email list. I don't want to be writing to people who aren't interested in what I have to say. First of all, you have to pay for subscribers, which is I'm happy to do if people are getting val value and benefit from what I'm saying. But if they're like, oh, I have to, you know, just delete this message from Camille every week. I don't want to be paying for that. And I think energetically, it's not a great feel either, even though I, you know, I really have no way of knowing that because I don't look at most of those statistics. But still, that's not the energetic I want for my list. I want people reading my messages who are who are thinking, wow, I'm glad I read that today. Oh, that was really helpful to read. Oh, that link really served me, etc. So over time, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this. I still do want to provide the free things that I've created for people. I want people to have access to those. And in fact, I want most people to have access to them if they could be of use. And I trust that if they are of use, then people who would like to hear more from me will be like, huh, why don't I sign up for that email newsletter? Because I think I would like to hear more from this person. So what I did in sort of a fit of inspiration in just one day last fall is I took all of my freebies that I had going, and I think I had five or maybe six at the time, different ones, and I just made all of them freely available. No email address needed, Just they're just up on my website. Any old person can come along get them. There's no tracking. There's no email. There's no nothing. They're just there for anybody who could use them. And then I said, hey, these are freely given. Sign up for my email email list for practitioners if you'd like to hear from me weekly, most Thursdays. And so I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do this and probably I'm going to have fewer people sign up, but the people who sign up are going to be more interested. Like they're really going to want to specifically hear from me and they're not just going to be on my list because they had to be in order to get this free thing. <clears throat> so that was my theory. And I, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just willing to have fewer people on my list because most of the people, if they're going to be, <clears throat> pardon me, manipulated into being there are not the people who are going to sign up for any programs or get value out of my writings anyway. All right. So that happened. And recently I was like, let me just look at some of these numbers and check out whether there has been any change in the rate of people signing up for my email list. And what I found is that uh, no, there is no drop off really whatsoever in the number of people signing up if you look at a kind of a monthly basis. And in fact, I am having more and more people sign up every month than they were before, even though I don't have any, um, you know, there's no freebies or opt-in offers or anything like that. It All over my website, it basically just says, if you want to get my practitioner notes every Thursday, sign up here and there's a little thing about what they are. So, of course, it's hard to factor in, you know, what plays in here, there and everywhere. I've been on some podcasts and this, that and the other. So I can't say that taking away the kind of barrier to opting into my email list was helpful, but it, I can say that it wasn't harmful to my email newsletter growth. And uh, that's so that's what I wanted to share with you. Now, I'm not saying that you should have any incentive whatsoever, because to me, the incentive is you're going to get a message from me once a week that is specifically designed for practitioners, that's designed to support practitioners. And I think there's a lot of value for the right person who's in the 
place of starting a practice or running a practice or thinking about starting a practice, I think my newsletter offers um, some really great things. And if people aren't in that place, then it's probably not for them. So in my opinion, there still is an incentive to join, but the incentive is not you can only have this free thing if you give me your email address. And I feel like that's a different energetic. It's a different place to start from. So am I saying that you should get rid of your opt-in offer? No, absolutely not. Because your people could be different from my people. You could have a different strategy than I have. You, There's all kinds of reasons that you may want to keep it or you may not want to keep it. My point here is that it may be worth thinking about. And if you don't have an opt-in offer, I still think you ought to have, or it makes sense to have a reason for people to sign up. Maybe that reason is I'm going to send you a recipe every Friday or once a month or a fa my favorite playlist or whatever your people might appreciate getting. Tell them why they would want to sign up. And that's an incentive to sign up. So a lot of times I'll see people, I'll go to their website or something like that, and I'll see it says, sign up for our newsletter or stay in touch. And I'm like, most of the time, for me, that's not a very good incentive. I'm like, I don't just want a newsletter. Believe me, I've got plenty of newsletters. And most of them, I don't read regularly. There are some exceptions. Same thing, unless I am just like, wow, I really want to hear from this person. And the next time this program opens, I'm not super excited about staying in touch. But if it's a newsletter where it's like, hey, we scour you know, emerging artists every week and every week we're going to send out one beautiful piece of art or one poem or one something to lift your spirits, I might be like, oh, that sounds amazing. I could, I would totally sign up for that, even though there's no freebie or, or whatever else. Um, and of course, I, I anticipate that they would probably be marketing something to me eventually, and that's okay. So I'm still, I still want to opt in and I don't feel like I've been, um, you know, the strings haven't been pulled in any kind of weird way where I'm only opting in to get the freebie. So um, there you go. No specific action item for you at this point, other than just thinking about how are you inviting people to sign up for your newsletter if you have one? And are you happy with that? Is it working? And is there a better way that you could describe why somebody might want to sign up? How are you serving people with your newsletter? And are, is that clear? Is that clear when people are signing up? Because I think the freebie and the opt-in is sort of one thing, but the longer term thing is how are you serving people? What is the value of being on your list? And there's lots of ways you can provide value. They don't all have to involve tons and tons of work on your end. And I'll be talking more about this in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. All right. I hope that was helpful for you. If you have any questions about this process or if I haven't explained something clearly, please reach out and let me know. And I hope you have a wonderful week. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to In the Clinic with Camille. Hey, did you know that I write a weekly practitioner note for herbalists and nutritionists? If you would like to get that in your inbox, you can sign up at camillefreeman.com newsletter. Love to have you join us there.